I'm Catherine Tomlinson and I started an eco-conscious pottery company called Oxford Clay. So I don't just make pottery, I make resources for other potters wanting to be more eco-friendly in their pottery practice. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's about sharing everything I've learned along my eco-conscious pottery journey with you. And I'm so glad you're here with me. Let's go. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Oxford Clay Pottery Podcast. I am Catherine Tomlinson and in today's episode I want to tell you all about Potter's secret weapon. Um, And I do mean this, I do mean this because this is like, yeah, honestly, this has just changed my life in pottery. So um, I can't wait to tell you about it. Um, Okay, let's go. What is the secret weapon? Okay, so um, the secret weapon that potters can use is baking equipment. Now stay with me because baking equipment, so the baking industry is an absolutely huge industry and there are, I would say there are more people doing baking than there are doing pottery. And because of this, there are, I would say that there is a like a plethora, a kind of, you know, um, a kind of abundance of incredible tools and equipment and you know facilities that bakers have invented basically that um, help them in their bakery practice that we can utilize as potters because baking you know if you think about the what you're doing it's 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 you know in pottery and in baking it's almost the same thing you're just like heating it a bit hotter you know and um you know dough can often be like a kind of you know we're having to do similar processes we're kneading that clay you know bakers are kneading their dough we're creating recipes you know it could be a clay recipe it could be a glaze recipe we're doing the same thing you know we're mixing ingredients together we're mixing dry ingredients together we're adding like a liquid you know that's what bakers are doing too we're you know if you think about like sugar craft you know um all the incredible things that um cake the cake makers sugar crafters do with sugar and that fondant is a very similar consistency to clay So at some point it suddenly dawned on me that I could use baking equipment and actually there was like a huge range of equipment I could have access to if I just changed my mindset slightly to be like, well, I could use this equipment as, you know, I'm not like, I'm not going to bake with it, but I could still, you know, utilize it. It suddenly opened my eyes to just how much cool stuff there was that I could have access to then as a potter, you know, that I could use in my practice that bakers were that bakers were using um, for their practice and, you know, doing a fantastic job baking with it, you know. So, right, let me let me talk you through some really cool things that I've um used that are actually like baking equipment. Um so if you're thinking like Say like you're, you know, you want to do some intricate designs on something or you want to do some lettering or you want to do, um, I don't know, even even cutting pieces of clay out. You know, bakers have specialist equipment for all of this stuff. They they do lettering, they do, you know, sugar crafting, they do, um, you know, they have special cutting tools for fondant, you know, all of these things. Um potters can use so there's like all this equipment so if you want to do any of those things I would seriously advise you to look at what what um what sugar crafters use what bakers use um 
for like, you know, um, for like doing those tasks, for doing lettering, for doing, you know, they have specialist brushes as well for painting on, but you know, we can use them for glaze painting, you know? So, um, yeah, so that all, you know, all those things like cutting, cutting, measuring, you know, building those like intricate, like beautiful designs, you know, in, in sugar craft, we can use all of those things. So let's, let's, I want to talk to you about a few things that I've used that are actually specifically baking items that are amazing and like just to, that really open my eyes to this whole world of cool, cool equipment available to potters basically. Okay, so the first thing to say um, is um, baking mixing bowls are amazing for making glazes, you know, using, you know, to have water in, in pottery, to, you know, pour things. So this is a, so I have, I'm holding up at the moment, like a specialist um, uh, baking mixing bowl with one of those kind of rubber feet that means it doesn't slip. It's got a handle and it's got a spout. Um, which is just incredible. So say I was making a glaze in a, you know, in a special baking mixing bowl, I could then just, you know, pour that glaze into a bucket. It's got that spout on. So, you know, that is, they are, they are made to make baking easier and they will make our lives easier as potters as well. So, you know, um, yeah, those kind of specialist, specialist mixing equipment, jugs, um, you know, measuring out liquids, all of that stuff, amazing for potters as well. Um, okay, so the second thing to tell you about is, um, oh, just to say on the mixing bowl front, I actually have three of those bowls that nest together. So I just got those from the supermarket and they're absolutely fantastic. And all those bowls, they just like, they're just brilliant. I use them every day. I use, you know, I use one for keeping water in when I'm throwing, I mix glazes in the other, I you know, weigh out ingredients using another one on, on, you know, the scales, baking scales. That's another thing, you know, that I actually use. I just use kitchen scales for baking and I weigh out all my ingredients um, on those. So, um, yeah. So yeah, obviously you've got scales, mixing bowls. We've got, um, we've got, um, spatula, silicone spatula. Amazing. So, you know, like, um, you know, so a baker would use that for like scraping out, you know, mixture, cake mixture from a mixing bowl. You know, at the end, they're gonna, they're scraping it all out. They're putting it in the oven. They wanna get all of that goodness out, out of that mixing bowl before they wash it. That's what we can do too, you know, when we're making up, let's say like a, you know, a slip or if we're making up a glaze, you know, we can, we can use, or if we, um, if we've used that bowl for like throwing on the wheel, you can use a silicone spatula for getting those, little bits of clay out of the bottom you know when clay sort of when you're uh, making a pot on the wheel and you know you put your hands in the water and all that um the clay goes off your hands and like sinks to the bottom of your water bowl you know you can use um a silicone spatula i just got from the supermarket again and you can use that for um you know scraping out that bowl and it's making it such a easier job to clean you know and you're getting all those scraps out you can recycle all of that clay or you know if you're using it to get out, um, you know, so like you've just made a glaze or something, you can just get all of that glaze out or, you know, so you don't waste anything. So yeah, silicone spatula, I love this tool and I use it all the time. And um, yeah, I'd be lost without my silicone spatula. I'd just be wasting materials, you know, because it'd be like stuck in that bowl and I'd have to like wash it all away, you know, so yeah, amazing. Okay, and then there's a whole another <clears throat> genre, like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, there's a whole nother kind of group of um, tools that are specifically for people, for <clears throat> people using 
um, sugar craft. So they're, they're basically using fondant and they're cutting shapes out of fondant. They're, you know, creating like beautiful, intricate designs out of fondant, like sugar fondant. Um, and they're creating those for cakes. And so there's a huge range of equipment that we can use as potters that are designed for sugar craft, <laughs> sugar crafters. And I've basically been using some of this equipment in my own work. So I'm gonna talk you through a couple of things that I use, which are actually baking um, equipment things. So the first thing is um, a little cutter um, that is used for cutting out fondant circles. Um, and I actually, um, it's like a little plastic cutter and we basically push it into the, um, I push it into rolled out clay um, and then I can, you know, it's got one of those um, sort of spring actions where you can push out the little circle, you know, from the back. Um, and that is that is for doing like dots of sugar fondant <laughs> on a on a cake <laughs> sort of thing, you know, sticking those onto a cake. Um, and I actually use um, uh, this cutter to cut out little feet for um, for a little kind of soap dish that I make. Um, yeah, called the Ifly, the Ifly dish. And so what I do is I, yeah, I roll out clay using rolling guides. So it's the same thickness. And then I basically cut little feet using um, this baking cutter, which cuts out a little circle. And then I stick those little feet onto my ifly dish. And that creates a kind of beautiful, like little feet that kind of holds it a little bit, you know, above. Um, yes, it's got those little four little feet on. Um, yeah, so that's the first tool I use and I, I would be lost without this circle cutter. I mean, imagine trying to hand cut circles, you know, or even just, um, oh gosh, I don't know, even like, you know, trying to cut around something. Um, you know, why do that when you can press them out using a specialist tool for making small circles for baking, <laughs> for sugar craft? It's amazing. And um, I've got a, like a massive top tip actually for you. So one time I was watching this video um, about how to craft um, flowers out of sugar craft because just like so interested in this just because it was so similar to crafting, you know, things out of pottery. And um, the person um, using this kind of sugar mold um, used um, corn flour. They use a bag, a little bag filled with corn flour and they would kind of puff this bag onto their equipment and that would just give a, a really fine layer of corn flour that meant that the sugar then wouldn't stick to the equipment. And I thought, I wonder if you could use the same technique um, with clay because you know, corn flour would obviously just burn away in the kiln, but it, you do, you know, you need something, you need something to stop it from sticking. And that's what I use. So I started brushing on corn flour. So I have corn flour, just, I just got from the supermarket in a little, um, little jar and I just paint it on with like a makeup brush and like dust it onto, um, so I would dust it onto anything that I was using as a cutter or anything that I was using as a mold and it like just stops that clay from sticking. So quite often sugar molds, sugar craft molds are made of silicone and they will naturally stick to clay. So that's why I use corn flour to stop it from sticking. And I have to say it's amazing and it's really cheap um, and you know you can just yeah just you don't need very much at all you literally just dust it in that silicone mold so that's what we're coming on to next so sugar craft sugar crafting is a huge industry and it has 
it has like I would say probably thousands of different molds that you can get for um, for sugar crafting and that's um, what um, what sugar crafters will do is they will get a fondant sugar fondant and they will push it into the mold and then they will turn it out and then they can use that like intricate beautiful shape you know it can be animals it could be there's so many molds out there honestly I would really if you're if that's something you might you know you might be interested in your work you know sticking some kind of design or motif or something um onto your pottery um you know as a design then sugar crafting you know is incredible like you know you can have a look at the the molds um that, that are out there and there's just hundreds of them and they're like sort of festive ones because they know that you know lots of bakers will be making cakes you know around say like say like different holidays or you know it could be there could be like sort of christmas themed ones holiday themed ones you know you name it they've got the kind of the mold for it so it's amazing there's a lot more for bakers in that respect than we would have as potters um, okay, so I'm going to show you a mould. Um, I'm holding up a silicone mould that I actually use to make my dragonfly designs. And what I do is I push the clay into this mould um, and, um, and I use, um, like I said to you, just br I brush in some corn flour and then I push slightly hard clay. I don't use soft, soft clay. I push slightly harder clay into that mould and it's a soft silicone mould and I let the clay dry a little bit in that mould and then I can just turn it out so it's a flexible mould and I can, when the clay is dried a teeny weeny bit to the point where I can just pop it out, I basically pop that, uh, that shape out and then I can stick it on my work. So I stick it on my work with a combination of like, I quite often use a bit of vinegar to like melt um just ever so slightly melt the surface of what i'm sticking the um the motif on the dragonfly on and then i would i would stick it on with like a bit of casting slip i just get, take a little bit out the <laughs> out the bucket <laughs> and then um and then i just paint you know i paint that's got paper clay in as well so it makes the join like super super strong um yeah it's got paper in um and um yeah so I, I paint that on the back of the of the little piece of clay that i've just popped out of the mold and then i stick it onto my work and that creates a really really strong bond with the vinegar and the slip um yeah and um yeah i, I love the design the designs are beautiful and i'm always like keeping an eye out for like new designs you know and they just look they just look amazing done in clay so you don't have to use these with sugar craft you can use it with clay <laughs> amazing um yeah okay so the next thing to tell you about is if you want to do so i was found this really tricky in pottery i've had a few times where people have asked me to like make a pot for someone for example and they wanted writing on the pot and i i think writing in pottery you know kind of trying to score writing in pottery is really tricky it can be really tricky so there are two ways that i think sugar crafters um, make writing um the first, which I've seen after doing like loads of research on like, how can I do writing in clay? Well, you know, how can I make it look professional? Because every time I try and handwrite in clay, it's not good. It doesn't look good. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's very difficult to kind of score that writing in the clay. It just, I don't know, it just doesn't look good when I try and do it. I think I would probably need a huge amount of practice to be able to do it well, you know, and like, you know, just really perfect my technique. So what I do instead was I went to the, sh I went to the baking industry and I was like, help me, how do you do writing? How do you write things on a cake? <laughs> and there's two ways they do it basically. 
The first way is that they have um, little cutters for writing. So essentially exactly like you were cutting out like a little circle or a little, you know, whatever shape, whatever. They have, you know, they don't just do circles. They've got like hundreds of different, you know, cutters. Or different, but they, they, you know, that you can get cutters for lettering. Um, and it's kind of, you know, they'd maybe be about one and a half centimetres. Um, and, and the idea of sugar fondant, they, they roll out the sugar fondant very, very thin. Again, they're using, you know, um, that corn flour. They just pop a bit of corn flour on. They would cut out the letter with a special cutter um, and then, you know, pop it out of the cutter. It would have a spring back that they would that would push the, the letter out of that cutter and then they would stick it on the cake. Um, but there's been times I thought that's amazing. That's brilliant. But I need smaller writing than that. You know, I need smaller writing. They say if you're doing like a little just a little, you know, you're pressing you want it on a pot in the say like the base of the pot or something you just want a little lettering to say like this is for you you know um so I thought what am I going to do like I need you know I need smaller lettering and that's when I found um letters that you can actually press into clay and um sort of embossing you know into the clay you're pushing it into the into the clay and there's loads of these in Sugarcraft, but I actually found I actually found some really two really fantastic sets of lettering that were made from metal, and they're kind of like an italics type letter. And what I do is I just take each let each letter is individual. It's an individual block. If you think about a bit like they used to use for printing, you know, printing old books, and they would have all the letter all the letters like lined up. They would basically, you know, make these big blocks of letters, and that's how they would like say print a book. God, it's just dawned on me how much work that would have taken <laughs> to arrange all these tiny letters, you know, in a block. Blimey. Um, so it's exactly the same principle. You're basically just using individual letters and you're pressing them into the clay. And again, I brush a bit of cornflour on these letters before I press them into the clay because I don't want that clay like sticking to the letter, you know, and then like pulling that, pulling at the clay. All I want is the letter impressed into the into the clay. So I basically press a letter, press another letter, press another letter to write a word into the clay. Um, yeah, and it works really well. It looks really good. It looks so much better than if I would have like just written it by hand. So um, that's my absolute top tip. Like especially, yeah, if you're trying to write something, those letters, pressing them into your work is just, um, you know, those little blocks, so good. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so like, if you've enjoyed this episode on like, like, um, yeah, Potter's secret weapon, uh, baking equipment, um, because it's, it like, um, yeah, honestly, it's, it's opened up a huge world of possibilities, like creative possibilities. And when I, when I look at that baking equipment, I just, I just feel like I get so many ideas just like flooding in my mind of things that you know could be done in pottery with this like really cool equipment and like I said it's just a they just it's a whole massive industry that potters you know can have access to and use in their work it's it's you know is we have almost the same substance that we're using we can use all of this stuff and we can just create all of this incredible stuff that cake makers have like created for themselves you know it's you know in that in that industry and like it yeah the world's our oyster it's amazing so um 
yeah when it comes to that equipment it's amazing so um yeah so i yeah i hope you've enjoyed this episode i loved talking to you about it and i love baking equipment and i yeah i can't wait to go might just go and have a little browse now actually have a little look <laughs> have a little look at like seasonal molds or something um yeah and um oh yeah thank you so much for joining me it's been so nice to talk to you about it and um yeah happy potting until then like happy <laughs> if you're using baking equipment if you're not like just wishing you very happy potting and um really looking forward to seeing you on the next episode um yeah bye so if you enjoyed that and you're interested to learn more about eco-conscious pottery head over to the oxford clay website which is www.oxfordclay.co.uk i can't wait to see you there